beautiful song. Rain, did you write that song? I actually did. It's a nice song. <laughs> I like that song. This is Aaron Hood with the voice of my beloved podcast. I've got Braden Waller here. It's been tough uh, to kind of tie Braden down. Uh, we missed a podcast, I think, uh, last week. And um, we've got a lot going on, y'all. So um, I hope you uh, know how, you know, can appreciate just how tough it is <laughs> to get Braden uh, to take a minute, you know, laboring out there, working in the garden, um, ministering, writing songs, sheep herding. He's a busy guy. Um, so it's good to have him. And um, yeah, so we are going to dive into Psalm 133. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Now, is it, so the Psalms of Ascent go to 134. Right. Okay. So we, this is next to last. Yes. Um, does it have any kind of clue in it about that? Like, does it, like, is it placed in a certain way to kind of I believe so. Oh, okay. Well, good. We'll get into that in just yeah. a minute. That's a little teaser for y'all out there. <laughs> um, we The Above Ruby's event was amazing. Um, there was a bunch of uh, sweet families that came out, and uh, it was a real great time of ministry. Nancy and Colin um, really put the fire in the bones, um, and uh, that was a lot of what I think maybe been the topic of what they shared for, for Colin anyway. Uh Send the fire, send the fire, send the fire. Yes. Uh, it's the same thing that I think he shared last year, and that's on his heart, um, that the people of God would uh, be ignited uh, by the love of God and the love of the betrothal, and uh, it was a great time. So um, um, that's the word. That's the word that we uh, want to share with you, um, that uh, you, the fire of God would be in you, in your midst, and uh, would guide you. So that was great. And then... Um, uh, still, we're working on the yet a little while. There's kind of an update, you know, what we're doing. The yet a little while CD is getting closer and closer all the time. And um, you can get the Psalm of Ascent book, which just goes in depth. Uh, a lot of what Braden's sharing, uh, the notes in book form. It's a great little book, uh, easy, great little gift. And um, so you can get those at the website. And uh, yep, so we're going to go ahead and dive right on in. Braden's getting ready to go um, to near Springfield. Is it Ava? Is it in Ava? Uh, Marshfield, I believe. Marshfield. So that's just, I think, uh, a little bit north or south. I think that's actually north and then Ava is south. Yeah, Marshfield. yeah. Homestead Expo we're going to out there and we're going to be sharing at a fellowship out there as well. Okay, yeah. So, so you can, if you hear this and you're like, oh, I didn't know they were coming, uh, you can, uh, I think the Facebook page actually uh, has yes. the information on there. Uh, it's a great expo. I think Joel Salatin's going to be there and yep. a lot of other folks. Um, so you can uh, connect with that and then connect with Braden and Tally, see them live and in person. Uh, if you're in the area, um, then that'll be great. They're going to be doing some worship, uh, I think, on Shabbat out there with the uh, Mansfield. Is it Mansfield or Marshfield? Uh, Marshfield, I believe. Marshfield, okay. It's, I think it's, that's where the Homestead Expo is. Okay, it's nearby there. So uh, connect with that. What's the name of that again? The Homestead Expo. The Homestead Expo, yeah. Homestead Expo, just as simple as that. And, um, yeah, so without that, we've got our, uh, Sukkot coming up. All right, that's going to be our next event. Just want to put that out there. If you're looking for somewhere to celebrate uh, the festival of Sukkot and uh, you want to do that with uh, an Ozark Lulav um, out in uh, <laughs> southeast Missouri, then you can uh, do that with uh, Braden and Tally and register. That registration is open uh, at the website Love and Purity. Um, so, and another thing that we're really excited about, we've been waiting to announce. Uh, I just keep coming up with these more things to announce. We've got big things happening. Um, is our first ever women's retreat. Yes. We are super 
Are we super excited about this? Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, we have to be excited for the ladies. <laughs> that are we coming. are excited um, that uh, it's going to be Miss Nancy's actually coming back out. Yes. Uh, she'll be here as one of our main speakers, and uh, it'll be just a time of um, ladies encouraging and edifying one another uh, in this uh, world of <clears throat> uh, trying to, uh, of a mixing of genders. It's just going to be a uh, encourage one another as women in the Lord. And uh, what are y'all's your roles? And um, so that's going to be a great time. Um, that registration will be open soon. I think it's November third through the fifth, um, if, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, that information, the that's exact right. dates, yep. and everything are on the website. Also, so if if you're a, a lady out there, a local, or you want to come in from a distance, uh, reach out to us. We'd love to have you for that. And um, all the details are there on the website. So lots of uh, things to look forward to. Um, Real quickly, uh, we just want to mention that it, we're in the month of Elul. Um, I think it's you know important to just mention that at a time of real introspection, where um, traditionally people believe uh, the Jewish people believe that the King is in the field, like He's very near to us in this time leading up to the Feast of Trumpets. Um, so, um, I think today is the fifth day of Elul. I'm, I'm, just, I'm trying to I'm trying to pull Braden. I'm trying to get Braden to kind of uh, help me out here or um, test him real quick because you know we're always counting the Omer. You know that's right. that's a command. You know to count the Omer, but you know the days of a lul, we just know we're in a lul. But we're supposed to blow the trumpet, right? Just blowing the trumpet, sound the the shofar, right? The day of redemption is drawing near. Lots of amazing um, uh, correlations there. So we're we're sounding the shofar, the trumpet here uh, in our times of prayer and are, are asking the Lord to break through for us in our situations. If you're needing a breakthrough, uh, now's the time to speak out and uh, blow that trumpet, make that sound the alarm, that blast that just gets louder and louder, that the Lord would uh, intervene for us in our situations. So be encouraged with that. And without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Braden Waller, Psalm 133. So how is this psalm, how is the placement of this psalm in the psalm? So, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I believe that it has a lot to do with we're coming to the end of the journey. Okay. Right? So here we are. As I've mentioned before this, in this series, the Psalms of Ascent series, the very first one is 120 that far away. It's the only one that really is talking about an area outside of, of the land of Israel, mm. you know, in uh, Jordan, Meshek, which is in modern-day Turkey. So you have this place that's distant from the house of God. Mm. And then as you go down this journey, none of the other Psalms actually mention the house as far as being in the house. Right. It might mention, you know, standing in the gates or I will seek the good mm -hmm. of the house of the Lord. But actually this last one, Psalm 134 is actually, we're in the house of the Lord by oh, wow. standing in the, you know, in the house of the Lord, praising God. So you have this whole spectrum of being far away. And then this whole journey, you know, is, standing in the gates, you know, seeking the good. And then all of a sudden you're actually in the very house of the Lord. And so this, this, what you could say is the last stair step before you actually enter into the very presence, the immediate presence of God is this place of the people of God coming together as one. Ephesians talks about that, how we're being built up together as a dwelling place for the Lord as a place for him to dwell. Mm. And so I believe this Psalm 133 step is what you might could say the prerequisite the cusp yeah. standing on the cusp yeah you're right the on the brink of glory yeah when, when the people of god are in in one accord mm. and that's where you see you know foreshadowed in acts 2 they're all in one accord and the spirit comes in power 
And so a similar thing is going to happen in the end of days where God's people are going to become one. I mean, even Caiaphas's prophecy mm. about Yeshua was that they're going to, he's going to gather the people of God as one. Yeah. Amen. And so there's so many scriptures related to this. I mean, we could really meditate on this for a long time. Yeah. Uh, this, this theme in the scriptures, we have Ephesians, you know, endeavoring to keep the bond of peace mm. in the unity of the spirit. Yeah. There's this, there's this real encouragement in the scriptures that this is something that we almost fight for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, God, help us to be one. Help us to be those that are ministering um, peace. Blessed are the peacemakers. Mm-hmm. You know, even uh, Psalm, there's a Psalms that talks about, let me teach you the fear of the Lord. Mm. You know, pursue peace. Seek peace and pursue it is part of learning the fear of the Lord. And so as difficult as it is at times to see that unity, mm it's, it's still such a theme of the scriptures. Amen. You know, even we have the proverb that says, this is what God hates. Mm. Those that sow discord right. on the brethren. Yeah, you know, this, is a, this is a real strong um, emotion yeah. in the heart of God when he sees this, you know, desire in someone to try to promote disunity yeah. or try to promote discord. Dissension, yeah. yeah. Dissension. And so God has such emotions on yeah. this. And I think um, this, you know, this first verse, we haven't even gotten to the first verse yet, but we, <laughs> we know we're talking about unity. But the first verse here is Psalm 133, behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Amen. Yeah. It's just a loaded verse. I mean, it's <laughs> behold, the first word there, look at it. When you see people loving each other, when you see people dwelling together in unity and oneness, there's just something really good there, and pleasant about that. There is the Lord in the midst of them. You know, <laughs> yes. They'll know you are Christians by your love. You know, and right. it's such a, a strong, I think this is a really a, a present word for us as believers. You know, as Braden was saying, this is like on the cusp, you know, like this is on the brink of the full redemption. And as many of you are aware, you know, of, of Israel and the redemption that's happening in Israel and, and, the, and the trying times that we live in, uh, this is just a, a such a, a present day word, you know. Mm-hmm. that we would be those that um, would dwell together in unity, and that would be the testimony uh, of the love of God in us. And because uh, it's still, it's not quite there. You know, we, we, we aren't known by that, you know, and um, may God give us strength that in this season, in this journey, in the pilgrimage that we're making uh, towards God's presence, which is what this, the Psalms of Ascent were ascending um, both physically and, and spiritually um, to a higher place of praise, you know, to be closer to the Lord, to be in his presence. And I think the step that is in front of us now is the love of the brethren to dwell together in unity. Yes. And so uh, hallelujah, it's, it, it lays it out, you know, the, this psalm gives us a, a plan and, and gives us great hope um, for, for that, from the, really the depths of our heart to love one another. Amen. And I think something that's really been a desire and even like a picture in my mind lately is just seeing Yeshua in the garden. And we know from Hebrews that he is, these prayers are loud Mm. that he's praying in the garden of Gethsemane, you know, with loud, vehement cries, he's crying out. Uh, we, we see that in Hebrews. It tells us that that John 17 was not just some passive, um, whispered prayer, right? He was crying out from the depths of his soul, make them one, make them one. And just, feeling that, that fire in his, mm. in his spirit. 
you know, as I mentioned before, Caiaphas, he's the one that's going to gather God's people in one. This is a, a true prophecy mm-hmm. of who Yeshua is. But he's, he's not one that just takes the prophecy and goes, okay, it's, you know, in the bag. You know, it's like, we're, we're, we've got this. No, he's crying out in intercession. Father, make them one, even as you and I are one. Wow. I mean, that's intense. Yeah. <laughs> There's a oneness that the Son of God and the Father have. You know, the Revelation talks about the Lamb in the midst of the throne. Mm. There, there's this unity that they have. The lamb is like, he's in the very midst of the throne. He's like one, so one with the father. And Yeshua is crying out that we, as the people of God, would actually be that united. Mm. And wow, to feel that agony, there's an agonizing, there's a, a soul wrenching cry, God. And I just, lately I've just been saying, Father, give me that emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's the facts but then there's this emotion that says, God, we want it. This is what we're, we're after. We can't live without it, mm. you know, because we're desiring that next step. We're, desire, we're so eager to actually be in the house of God. Mm. Amen. We're longing for Psalm 134, but it's not going to happen without this step of Psalm 133. Yeah, we got to take the step, right? You know, it's, it's not, <clears throat> we're not falling down the steps. We're going up the steps, right? And, yes. And gravity and all of um, uh, the situations in life are, our sin nature and so many other things are trying that that's the gravity that's trying to pull us back down the steps and we could tend to be content um, by, you know, the uh, lackadaisical uh, of others. Um, but he's calling us to take that to lift up our foot and to step on that next step to put the energy towards it. Right. And, you know, as a light unto our feet, a lamp unto our path, the other way around the, he shows us that next step, right? He shows us right. the next step, and we need to really grab hold of that the, the, the thing that he's showing us. And uh, I think that you know it's going to take the fire of God, you know, purging out those things that are deep in our soul that cause dissension, that are quirks, you know, those things that you know we could even say, "Oh, this is my personality, or this is what makes me who I am." Whether it's outgoing, ingoing, whether it's um, uh, external process or internal process, or, or that's not. Introvert, extrovert, introvert, extrovert, all that. It's it's not it's not going to hold water before the Lord because what the Lord has for us to make us all one. It's not that we all become robots, but none of the, our personality quirks are going to get in the way of us um, being in unity of the Spirit. And there's a, a strong message there. I think um, not to let um, what those things are, the how the individuality that God has given us to minister in certain ways. Um, we don't hold on to those things as an identity thing and, and say that, well, I'm just not like him, but to be able to say we are uh, of one heart and one mind, you know, and I think that's important. I heard one leader of a community, uh, this is a guy, respect him very much, but he said, you know, as community members, sometimes we go in, or this could apply to a fellowship, you know, you go in when you're seeking this unity of the spirit, you can go in as individual grains of wheat, but then you come out a sack of flour. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that's good and so i i just that always stuck out to me what he said but it was just this it was this really beautiful believing community uh that we uh, we've interacted with some and uh but that always stood out to me wow there's a there's a refining process yeah, there's a crushing yes yeah. um one of our um, um fellow uh m- members of this community here boaz sunquist uh a dear, a dear brother he uh, has been singing this song a lot lately talking about new wine you know, like in, in the crushing, you know, and talking about that. Uh, and that's really impacted me about how the the Lord is um, not really 
putting before us, you know, we were a lot of us Americans, you know, we're, we're builders, you know, we, we, we feel like we can build, you know, um, the Lord just, Hey, just give me the tools and I'll do it. God, you know, like I, I can do this. And, and that's not what he's asking. He's saying, well, then, you know, how, how am I going to get glory out of that? And we just came through a watch praying for Israel, um, that it be redeemed and restored and it's for his glory. And like, I just keep coming back to that thought. It's for his glory, you know, in right. our weakness, it's uncomfortable to be weak and to be vulnerable and to be crushed and to be uh, broken and bruised. But he made an example for us. And he said, in this way is my father glorified when there's nothing left of you to even be recognized as who that is, but just be recognized purely as a vessel for God's choosing. And f- through that refining will be as gold tried in the furnace. Right. Just, man, that's a hard word. It's a hard thing to swallow. God doesn't care to recognize you, but he cares to glorify himself in you. Mm. He wants to, he wants to make us that, that bag of uh, that sack of wheat. That, that's a, that's a good one. That's a sack of flour. That's a good one. I, yeah. <laughs> I think to in signing up for this journey, this process of sanctification and, and, and just being a member of the body, I think that there's joy in it as well, though. You know, oh, there's yes. a sacrifice, but then we, as we, I, you know, we've just been meditating on John 15, 16, and 17 over the past couple of years. There's just such amazing truths in it. Oh, yeah. You know, and as I mentioned, uh, John 17, Yeshua's just agonizing over, you know, the unity of the body. Well, if you back up, you know, a couple of chapters, it's all kind of one storyline. John 15, he's saying, you need to love each other even as I have loved you. Mm-hmm. The way that the unity of the brethren comes about and this is the process that we're all in. It's, it even feels a little bit um, like, how can you even talk about this? Because you're not fully <laughs> living it out, you know? Right. And, and so it's, it, this, is, this is not so much of a pointing the finger message like, you know, I'm, we're speaking to ourselves here. Right. God, help us yeah. to love others like you have loved us. And, and how has Yeshua loved us is the question. He's loved us even while we were still sinners. Christ died for us. Yeah. Even while we were enemies in our position, mm. you know, of being sinners and, and actually being against Contrary. his kingdom. Yeah. He had such a, a love for us to draw near to us, to pursue us. Mm. Wow. I mean, that's, that is so contrary to our flesh Mind blowing. to pursue a relationship, a, to love someone that we're not, it's not reciprocal, that oh, we yeah. don't feel that reciprocation. Right. That is totally born of the spirit (laughs) when that is happening when when you feel this burning and this love within your heart for somebody that's not loving you Mm. that is gospel yeah amen (laughs) (laughs) that's a move of the spirit and and may it be you know something that marks his people truly you know may it be something that marks the people you know we've been experiencing a heat wave here and i was just you know reminded man there's lots of people that uh, don't have shelter you know let's pray for those people you know this is an opportunity you know maui uh, fires and, you know, many people missing, you know, God, may the body you know, that's there, though they're going through this same thing, may you prick their hearts to be able to receive and to minister to those that have no hope, you know, and, and may we be those that can walk through these things with those that have no hope with a strong faith and a strong hope in the Lord and let that shine forth um, yeah. the his glory. And so it's a, a, a an opportunity, you know, even though we may be going through the same uh, things in, the, in these cases, you know, heat, you know, or uh, fires or, you know, earthquakes or, or whatever, maybe famines, you know, may the, the body 
uh, those believers and uh, the faithful of Christ be able to minister to others, you know, but going through that same thing themselves, you know, yeah. it takes a real, it's a real, uh, so we didn't get far. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we, we talked before we started, it's like, let's just try to get through the first verse. <laughs> we didn't even get through all the notes in the first verse. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, brain's got to get going to, uh, get to this expo and, uh, we, we've got a lot of stuff going on. And so I, I have one more thought, Aaron, yeah, one more just, thought. just to up. close yeah. it out. I just want to encourage all of us these scriptures that talk about unity, there's a verse in Psalm 39. It says, while I mused, the fire burned. And this is one of the verses that Colin brought out. While I was musing, the fire burned. And I just encourage all of you out there, take these verses, Psalm 133, John 17, Ephesians 4, all these really powerful passages that talk about the unity of the brethren, just muse on them, um, meditate on them. And I believe that we'll begin to feel the fire of God and we'll actually see it that our prayer would be god we want to see this unity happen amen yeah we pour out your spirit on all flesh and your sons and your daughters will prophesy and your young men you know and so we may may we be a uh, a people that pursue god you know not uh for the benefit uh, for the benefit's sake but so that his name might be glorified so may you be blessed with the fire of god may it burn out all the chaff but may it make in you a holy vessel Yes. Not a holier than thou, but a holy vessel. Yes. And um, may God work in us that uh, love for the brethren. So be encouraged, go forth in victory, and uh, be blessed from Patterson, uh, Missouri, <laughs> to wherever this may find you. Uh, we pray that God blesses you and uh, you would know uh, the love of the brethren. So this is the Voice of the Beloved podcast where we believe that hearing and knowing the voice of the Bridegroom King leads to the most abundant and joy-filled life. Shalom. I love you and I-